I was told a story about uh, an older friend and um, who's, um, he had a colleague who's, who'd gotten divorced from his wife, came back to him and said, um, you know, uh, gee, Michael, you know, the lady I married, she's just not the same, she's not the same person as the one I married anymore. And uh, to which my friend Michael replied, well, I hope not. You married a 19-year-old girl. And I love that story as an idea of we all grow and change over time. And sometimes we evolve in different directions. And I guess people react to different, oh, sorry, people react to the same experiences in different ways. And I think uh, in what well, we see in a lot in movies, but also in culture, the common one I think in movies and fiction and all that is uh, the way parents will react to the death of a child. And, you know, always in those movies, those parents always get kind of divorced and separated because they just have different ways of dealing with it. And powerful learning events, powerful events on the journey get people to evolve and grow in different ways. And that's that feeds into what we're talking today. Uh, we're up to episode 70 now, uh, talking about, I guess, growing pains and, yeah, um, confronting loneliness when you grow in different directions from your friends and those close to you. So there's a couple of, I think there's this theme uh, in a lot of movies, especially, uh, I think especially the fiction, the films, the books aimed at uh, children, a lot of fantasy novels where it's kind of this magic realism where the core characters go into a different world with a different reality that doesn't make sense to all the people they knew before. So if you're thinking about The Wizard of Oz and Dorothy going into a, uh, the world of the yellow brick road and all that very far away from kansas we're not in kansas anymore think about recent examples right you've got stranger things which is pretty big on uh, netflix um, you've got classic films like back to the future you've got the harry potter series narnia you name it where a lot of characters go to a different world and now the thing about all those uh films all those famous lovely family films is that there's core characters who see a different reality. So in Stranger Things, it's the whole upside down and the Demogorgon, all these monsters that come from this other dimension and come to their world. Back to the Future, it's it's time travel, right? For, for Marty and, uh, and and Doc, Dr. Emmett Brown. And then there's, um, well, in Harry Potter, there's Harry who grows up as a, in, the, in the muggle world, never really knows what's so peculiar about him, why he doesn't fit in. Then he discovers this whole world of magic, which he belongs to. And unbeknownst to him, he's already a figure, and a powerful, famous figure in that world, and he doesn't even know it. You've got all these characters and stories where if they were to explain to their old world what they've seen using English, it wouldn't make sense. And there's a great scene of this in uh, Stranger Things, the Netflix series in uh, season two, where that you know they bring evidence to a reporter about um, why 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 uh, Nancy Drew's friend Barb went missing, and how this beast took her and it was unleashed in the world by these mad scientists. And the journalist says, "Yes, but if you come to the newspaper with this story, it would make no one would believe you. They'd laugh at you, even though you've seen it with your own eyes." Um, in Back to the Future, um, actually, I'll talk about Harry Potter a bit first, which is a very easy to understand one and probably a very relatable example. Here you've got the whole muggle world and magic doesn't look, make sense to the muggles. It frightens them so much that they're, they, they're kept in a state of denial. And you see the Dursleys who are very ignorant and very suppressing of the truth about Harry's you know, family, his mum, and the magical reality, and they can't handle the truth and they put a barrier to it. 
and you wouldn't be able to explain these things even though you've seen them happen. So the, the, the reason why it's such a fantastic example is as the audience in, those, uh, in all those shows, films, whatever, and books, you're positioned to see the logic and, and see what the characters have seen from their point of view. So you're with them on the journey. Uh, you understand things the way they do. You've been there with them. But for all the people from their old reality, the muggles, the people back in the, in the, in the present and back to the future, the rest of the public and stranger things, to all those people, it's like you're speaking a different language. Because if you're going to explain what had happened and what you've seen, what you now believe, they think you're mad. And we always see that tension in those films. So I guess in Back to the Future... Uh, you know, Marty's a lot closer and can resonate more with the doc. And then he's, when his girlfriend, I think it's Jen, uh, goes back with him and she sees the time travel too. And he's always much closer with those people because what I talk about in early episodes about our friends and the p importance of shared experiences is that the only people we're really close with have that commonality. Um, in Stranger Things, you see that, right? Where the small group of friends become even more isolated. They're already nerdy and, and picked on. Uh, Dustin and the boys, but they all become even more kind of enshrined in their in their shared experience because even less people resonate with them now based on their new experience. You know, they're in a different reality. Um, and Harry Potter, you've got Ron and Hermione who go through the journey with Harry and you're positioned with those friends who see the journey. Now, if you weren't with them seeing the journey and you're watching a film about... Um, What's his name? Dudley in Harry Potter. So if you're watching a film about Dudley and then you've got Harry coming back from Hogwarts talking about magic, the same movie but just from a different perspective, you look at Harry Potter as the crazy one, as the idiot, and not the Dursleys. And that's the perspective we lose when we grow in different directions from friends and those people around us, is you're speaking a different language because you've been on a different journey. And because we've what we've seen makes sense and it's all part of our new magical world, we don't appreciate that we've crossed a line that they can't see past. And when we're speaking in English, we think we're using the same language, but it's not a language other people can understand. I'm going to bring that back down to a very something that's going to be a lot more relatable to you as a listener, what you probably experience. Now, if you're someone who's, you know, maybe you're very well read, maybe you're entrepreneurial, maybe you're a bit of a writer, Maybe into all these really interesting things that your friends aren't into. And you try to explain the benefits of, the, of it to them. You try and put opportunities in front of them. And you try and bring the, the friends, you try and bring the Dursleys, even though they're not a great example because they're never Harry Potter's friends, but you try and bring the old people with you on your journey. But you're asking them to go straight from, uh, what is it? I can't, Privet Drive, straight into, uh, straight into Hogwarts without meeting Hagrid, without going through the, the bricks on the wall into Diagon Alley. And if it's back to the future, you're asking them to jump straight into the past and go back 30 years in time. And you see for Marty, it's so confusing the first time. Right? He has to figure it out, has to reinterpret his world to make sense. And so you can't jump from accepting a world without time travel to accepting a world with time travel. In the same way, so many of us travel differently in time to those around us 
And why, why I've reflected on this topic, why I've written about it is obviously from personal experience, learning, learning and having these growing pains myself. And it's certainly not a, a better or worse sense of reality. Okay, the magical world is not necessarily better than the muggle world. Uh, the, uh, you know, stranger things, understanding the other dimension doesn't make the everyday world necessarily better. Back to the future, the past is not necessarily better than the present and the future not necessarily better than the present. It's, it's different. And it's having head in a different direction. And that's all it is. But yeah, there's that tension when you have experienced the world that others don't understand. And you always see, I think, I believe in, in the Narnia films and books, they convey this quite well. So once you come back to the everyday world, it doesn't, it, the perspective has changed. It doesn't seem the same. You can't look at doing the same things you always did. The old, the old things you thought were important can't look that important. That's when Harry's back in, uh, back with the, the the Dursleys. I think I might have said that wrong. Um, you know, he he's just thinking about getting back to Hogwarts because he he feels most comfortable in a different world now. And that's the tension I reflect on when you go on journeys. Uh, I guess a lot of our friends at first come from shared experiences. A lot of our companions on our journeys start off shared experiences. So people you go through school with, you go through the same experience. So you get that dynamic the first time, right? You go to Hogwarts with those guys. You learn about this crazy magical world of whatever it is, dealing with teachers, with girls and with boys and all this stuff you didn't really anticipate. And it's kind of the, the Harry Potter journey, but just on a subtler scale. But then once you're heading in different directions without the same people going through every step of the way, your journey starts changing and you're now probably shifting to different companions for that step. So I guess the message I want to impart is that it's just different, not better, but understanding where the tension comes from is that you, if you're trying to bridge that gap and force those people into the doors you've gone through, you're generally making a mistake and you learn pretty quickly. And if you don't know what I'm talking about yet, I'm sure you will at some point. And so it's respecting people for their journey and appreciating their perspective. Again, change the movie and make them the character and you never see behind the magic trick. You just see the magic. And it makes perfect sense. And so not forcing people there. But the the advantage is if they want to go on a similar journey to what you've gone on, you'll be a great door opener for them. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a 180 swing from being frustrated a lot of the time to accepting it and then being able to be present for them if they want to come on that journey. So it's very powerful. And what I call it is adjusting the volume on relationships. So if some people don't fit into the new reality I'm in, I'll never shut off they're not being unkind to me or disrespectful to me or not showing love anymore they're still always going to be friends close companions family but what sometimes happens is you have to adjust the volume on those relationships i call it i never mute it altogether unless someone is obviously going to be very negative which i really haven't experienced but it's adjusting the volume it's turning down the the you know it's maybe it's not the person i will be seeing every day anymore because the journey i'm on is somewhat different and they're not willing to go there with me. Uh, so the, the implications are one, turning down the volume on others, and, and then two, finding and building other relationships and turning up the volume on those because those people are more suited to the journey you're on now. So I believe in never abandoning family or earlier friendships 
just because they're built out of shared experience. It's a beautiful reason to have a friendship or relationship or whatever it is. Um, but understand that people spending majority of the time with and you're giving a lot of attention and focus to, most likely your, your life is improved when those people are in a similar stage on the journey and headed on a similar journey. And, uh, you know, and I guess an example is, you know, parents, like you grow up, you start off very young, you rely on the parents, you're with them all the time. But as you slowly become more and more your own person and you need to become independent, not only do you need to do the things I've, I've talked about in the podcast about thinking independently about your world, at the same time mirroring that, you become quite independent from your parents and you don't want to be told what you're to do in your teenage years and then in your early adult years just by your parents and you sort of turn down the volume of them in your life to some extent and to varying degrees. Everyone's certainly different. So the love never goes. And I don't think, yeah, and I, I think about that love is very different to uh, energy and focus and it's never better. And I think that, you know, in uh, the Harry Potter films, you certainly never neglects. I think when they part, it would be the seventh book, seven movie, he has this underlying appreciation for though they were chalk and cheese with Harry Potter, that he, you know, they essentially were, kept him safe. Even though they didn't have much choice and they provided for him. And, you know, it was a shared circumstance relationship not one that either opted into that willingly, but even in there, there's still some beauty in it, which is very powerful. So it's it's the idea of, yeah, this episode's been about the growing pains and combating that loneliness and how you need to reflect on the, yeah, the time you want people with you who are at similar stages in the journey and headed in the different, oh, sorry, the same, similar directions, rather. It's very rewarding. So that's episode 70 of the With Joe Weeby podcast. Just remember, there's plenty of other places for, if you prefer reading, there's the blog and there's uh, related content to loneliness and friendships there, utility, consumption. I'll put stuff in the show notes, so don't forget to check that out. Um, we'll have one or two more episodes on the friendship topic, but we did start this a couple of episodes ago, um, episodes 65, 66. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, we'll be back with daily episodes. We'll be back again tomorrow. But until then, just remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. And we'll uh, we'll be building, we're building uh, and working on things at the moment to help you find people at similar stages in your journey. Um, and we'll talk about that a bit more later. Um, but for now, thank you for tuning in, and I hope to see you again tomorrow.